Happy New Year. On this New Year's Day, normally, having grown up here in Southern California, or here in Southern California, not here in Northern California, we would have joined with thousands of people lining the streets of Pasadena to watch the road parade, perhaps. Families would gather to enjoy a day, welcome the new year with however they choose to celebrate, going for walks together, uh, just watching a movie together. But this past year has been anything but normal. And we still await with great longing a return to some form of normalcy where we can gather safely, not just on Zoom, but in person in that real satisfying way. But wait, we must. Though there are signs of hope despite the uptick in hospitalizations, the need yet again to be in lockdown. We all know that vaccines are finally being distributed and we can see a bit of light at the end of what has been a very long tunnel. So we pray that this first day of the new year, that before half the year is up, 2021 will be radically different from our painful experience of 2020. Some conjecture that when true release finally comes, it will be like the biblical declaration of a jubilee year, with Mardi Gras-like celebrations breaking out everywhere. We may even mimic, they suppose, the spirit of the Roaring Twenties, when after the Great Flu and the end of the Great War, America just let go, and those who could ecstatically celebrated their renewed life with careless and at times reckless abandon. But we know that the light of hope we're seeing has come at tremendous cost. I think we need to be exceedingly grateful and humble in our response. Grateful not just to the scientists who devoted themselves to finding cures and vaccines, but to the health workers who've so selflessly put themselves at risk to save us, as well as the essential workers, grocery clerks, truck drivers like that UPS guy, food delivery people who've bravely kept working in the face of death for the good of all of us. There has been so much suffering and I hope that our response as we re-enter normal life this time will not to be ecstatic, but measured as having perhaps gained some wisdom, we re-embrace renewed possibility with a determination to heal a broken society, to change how we ourselves behave with each other. Let's begin by better appreciating each other better supporting each other, better valuing each other, every one of us, as part of the fabric of life. Maybe let's start with those essential workers and ask, are they really being paid essentially? Are we making sure that their housing is essential, their health care, their opportunities for higher education? And let us work harder on healing the wounds of racial injustice in this society and ensure that all our children are equally valued, protected, invested in, and celebrated so that our society lifts everyone up as we come into this new light. 
You see, Jewish tradition teaches us to respond to moments of great transition, not by being ecstatic, but by moving forward, balancing our sense of joy and gratitude with the values that help guide us, both when we face challenges and when we experience moments of great relief. It has to be in balance. In the Parsha this week, our ancestor Jacob exemplifies such a Jewish response in Vayechi. When he stops and acknowledges, after having experienced deep suffering and now sudden joy because he's been reunited with Joseph, whom he was so missing, he acknowledges the miraculousness of his life and then shares a blessing, a value for the future really with the future. In a moment full of pathos, I think a moment that those of us who have survived COVID or are struggling with being struck so long in quarantine can truly appreciate. He says to Joseph, his long lost son, I never expected to see you again. And here God has let me see your children as well. And then in front of Joseph, he blesses those grandchildren. He uses the words and their names in such a way that they've become the foundation of the parent blessing in Jewish tradition, given every Shabbat to your children. He says, Yismach Elohim Ephraim Umanasha. May God bless you and protect you. And we add today, like Ephraim and Manasseh, may God's light shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. May the holy be present to you and bring you peace, Shlemut. Think about it. He expresses relief that they've opened a new chapter of hope, at first not just by celebrating or not by gloating, but with a blessing, asking that the presence that protected him in times of challenge protect that next generation bring them blessing, but also humility and a sense of graciousness in which they see their purpose despite their status as ultimately being a blessing to others. Like Jacob, those of us who are struggling economically, physically with that pain of isolation, we look forward to the day this year we pray when we can gather, when weddings can happen in person, when families can be comforted with shiva minyanim in their home, when grandchildren can visit grandparents again, all the joys and blessing of personal interaction. But when we will understand as Jacob did and say to our families who we've been so missing, God has let me see you. And maybe we'll add, and your children as well. And yet as we get ready to be vaccinated, and embrace that which we've so missed, may we consider not just rejoicing, but striving to live with a renewed awareness of the preciousness of what we have and what we share with other human beings, the holy in each other, that sense of God's presence in everyone and how blessed we were to make it to that day. May we in the new year show that we've learned something greater from this experience than just surviving and instead share our life's blessing 
working to rebuild lives and a society of meaning and of hope. Yismach Elohim, may God rejoice in us. Ka Ephraim, Umenasha, as God rejoiced in Ephraim.